0: Taking one for the team. That's what we do around here. Main Street Television brings you Main Street today. And I'm so glad that you're here with me today. Be sure, be sure, be sure to leave me a little note. Let me know where you're watching. Follow, subscribe, and share because that's what it's all about. And I love you to pieces. And I'm so glad, you know, we gather here every day for our little coffee break of love. (laughs) We have two requirements to be on the show. Does it inform and does it inspire? all the way down to our sponsors that be, that are a part of our show. So does it inform and does it inspire? So that's what we do here every day. And we try to tell you all the cool things coming up. There's a powwow coming, and that's so cool. There's a brand new exhibit at the Frist. That's very cool. But in light of a recent passing of Jimmy Buffett, I've really been led, I feel led, to talk a little bit more about skin cancer and the American Dermatological Society, uh, practiced on that word, y'all. Uh, the American dermatological, see, dermatological Society has a way that you can check yourself for skin cancer. If you're like me and you live alone, so you you don't have somebody there who can kind of help you, well, a full-length mirror is your friend. And here's a little way that you can check and what's good, and what's bad, and what you need to go to get a little bit more professional help.
1: Anyone can get skin cancer, regardless of your skin color, age, or gender. Regularly checking your skin for signs of skin cancer can help you catch it early when it's most treatable. When performing a skin self-exam, check the moles and spots in your skin for the ABCDEs of melanoma, the most serious form of skin cancer, asymmetry where one half of a spot is unlike the other, an irregular border, varying colors in the spot, a diameter of over 6 millimeters, and if a spot is evolving or changing. You should also look for signs of basal cell carcinoma, or BCC, and squamous cell carcinoma, or SCC. Once you know these signs, follow these steps from board-certified dermatologists to check your skin for skin cancer. Examine your body front and back in a full length mirror. Then, raise your arms to look at your right and left sides. Bend your elbows and look carefully at your forearms, underarms, fingernails, and palms. Look at the backs of your legs and feet, the spaces between your toes, your toenails, and the soles of your feet. Examine the back of your neck and scalp with a hand mirror. Part your hair for a closer look at your scalp. Finally, check your back and buttocks with a hand mirror. Ask someone for help if you have trouble checking hard-to-see places, like your scalp or back. Record the spots on your skin and nails, including the location of the spot and whether it has changed. If you notice a spot on your skin that is different from the others or that changes, itches, or bleeds, partner with a board-certified dermatologist.
0: important website, spotskincancer.org. And skin cancer can lead its way to other things. And you know what's crazy? And it can be found on your body in places that are covered all the time. That's the crazy part. And so I just wanted to play that. And I wanted you guys to kind of get an idea. Make sure you check yourself and and go to see a dermatologist. Just, Just make that one of your yearly Hey, I know it's a mole check. I know it's all that. And we can make fun of it all we want to. But I have lost some good people. Uh, uh, You know, a friend of mine, Van, who was a member of the group Blackhawk, he passed away and melanoma was what took his life. Uh, Bob Marley, not a friend, but he was very well known. It was the spot on the sole of his foot. And of course, most recently, the one that we know of is Jimmy Buffett. So I just want to encourage you guys to stay in the loop when it comes to your body and skin cancer is a big deal. We're just finishing up the summer and we've gotten out in the sun and we've been around. And even if we remember to use sunscreen, like I don't, I don't even stay inside without sunscreen on. I mean, I got sunscreen on every day, but is it enough? Well, we'll have to wait and see when we come back, we're going to head to white bluff, Tennessee. There is a sweet place and it's a serendipitous place
2: well, if you're ever in White Bluff,
0: Tennessee, you might blink and miss some very important things, including the White Bluff Trading Post, Sunshine Learning, Fat Happy's Pizza. There are all sorts of neat little spots. Let's head west of Nashville to White Love, Tennessee, where Serendipity Sweets and Café, profiled in the Dixon Post, resides inside a pharmacy. Uh,
3: I started doing hot cocoa bombs through the pandemic. I uh, did some events. I used to have an antique store. And um, honestly, the way I came up with the name is the fact that I did a vision board probably five years ago. And in the middle of it, it says serendipity. It's one of my favorite names. And um, when I started doing the Cocoa Bombs, we named it that because it was something I wasn't looking for, and that's exactly what the meaning of it is. Um, and so when we had the opportunity to come in here as a cafe, it was kind of a no brainer to, to keep the name. Um, and we just added Anne cafe onto it so that it would encompass everything. Um, so we served breakfast, a little bit of lunch, and then I really liked to do the sweets and we just started doing freeze dried candy.
0: What are some of the favorites that people keep coming back for?
3: Chicken salad, yeah. We have um, our lunch specials that serve everything on croissants, so breakfast croissants. We also have bagels. Um, The chicken salad I make in-house, we bake the chicken. I make it all from scratch. Um, I do sweet with savory. Um, Sweet has grapes. Savory is onions and celery, Uh, so some people mix them, but most of the time they have one or the other they really like. Um, we also just started doing pimento cheese from scratch, so we have that as an option. And then I do um, hot ham and cheese and VLT. So we just try to make it simple but good. Um, and then, of course, they all love my cookies because I make all those from scratch, too. <laughs> uh, we have, gosh, eight or nine selections. I usually try to do a new one every month or so. Um, we've got white chocolate cranberry, um, snickerdoodle, which... Uh, s'mores, chocolate chip, heath, peanut butter, uh, dark chocolate cherry. I think that's it right now that I've got in stock. Yeah, and we do cinnamon rolls and have muffins and stuff like that for breakfast too.
0: Do people come in and take things to meetings and their churches oh, yeah. and things like that?
3: Yeah, they do. And we actually, uh, in May, I guess it was, we did our first dessert bar for a wedding. So, um, And I've had a few people come in and get um, several sandwiches, like 20-something sandwiches for an event. Um, So we do some catering. You know, we don't really announce it that big, but um, it's predominantly me in here, so I do everything. Uh, My mom comes and helps on her days off, which is pretty nice. Um, And I actually just spoke with my first um, teenager to possibly hire some help, which is kind of nerve-wracking. to even think about bringing somebody else in, but I'm gonna have to.
0: What are the hours for Serendipity Suites? We
3: are currently here through the end of July. We'll be open uh, seven to four, Tuesday through Fridays. On Saturdays, we're here eight to two. Um, In August, we will go back to seven to two during the week.
0: I think it's interesting that during the pandemic, people got really creative. Mm -hmm. They got really creative. And now we're getting the fruits of those creative labors. Right right
3: um the cocoa bombs we still have them and it's it kind of went through a phase you know like a phase of uh, being really popular um but certain people still come in and know that i carry them and love them um i got super creative with those i ended up coming up with like 20 different flavors which is ridiculous used to have an antique store, like I said, so from that I knew some vendors and different people. Uh, And so through that, I reached out and was able to have them in different stores. I had them in Dixon and Fairview and Franklin and over by Opera Land. And uh, if I didn't have that, I would not have made it being a single mom through the pandemic. Uh, For 14 years before that, I cleaned houses. And so once that pandemic hit, nobody wanted me cleaning, you know. Uh, And my uh, antique store had just closed down. And I had a friend making cocoa bombs, and I was thinking, well, what is that? You know. So I went and got some from her, and from that, by the time I got home, I had all these flavors and ideas in my mind, and it just went like that. So it was
0: pretty phenomenal. Let's open the other door to White Bluff Pharmacy and find out more about a little pharmacy in a little town and the importance of it.
4: We opened uh, just about a year ago. Um, The former pharmacy that was here, at White Bluff Prescription, sold out last February. So the town had no pharmacy whatsoever. So uh, Paul Organ and myself uh, own another pharmacy in Clarksville and he also owns a pharmacy in Dixon. Uh, We decided that that need needed to be fulfilled. So we actually hired back the entire staff minus the former owner, uh, just for familiarity. I had worked here in White Bluff at Fred's Pharmacy um, for about six years uh, on and off, so I know a lot of the people here and, and uh, we just, we knew that the town needed it, so we decided to jump back in. Had to go through a lot of hoops uh, to get it to work with uh, governmental things, especially this was coming out of COVID, it was a lot more difficult, um, but we opened uh, August of 2022.
0: What's the hardest part of um- Picking up a pharmacy in a little tiny town, and you're you're here, and you're
4: a new owner. Getting people to know you're here, it's just it's a lot harder, I think, to get people to realize you're here, and then to convince them to come back. Because um, a lot of people, when it was sold out, they were told, "Well, we you have to go to Walgreens." People don't tend to like the chain pharmacies if they're used to the small town feel and. Mm-hmm so we have to try to convince them to come back but but really it made a big difference having the old staff back Uh, our technicians have actually worked at every pharmacy that has ever existed in this town Um, so they're very well known so that was kind of our main push was to get people to know that that's who's here Uh, familiar faces make all the difference
0: when it came time to have a partner in here you wanted another business to join you, because it was a building more than you wanted to take on and you wanted to get someone in here. How did you find uh, the right partner?
4: Well, uh, Brian Hill, who owns the Pizza uh, Pappy's across the street from us, he had a a connection with uh, Chris, who owns Serendipity Sweets, and we we had talked to a couple of different folks who wanted to put different things in here, um, but she was really the perfect fit. Just something unique that we don't have around here. And it just it just makes the feel of the whole uh, building, just something special that we really appreciate having and, and we really work together well, I think. So it's, it's just been a, a great combination for us, for sure.
0: We were talking um, before the interview how you didn't want anything with overwhelming smells, but the smells of baked cookies, baking cookies, it's pretty much, it's a universal, uh,
4: very overwhelming, very good. Uh, when the smell of the croissants that she bakes starts pumping out, it's, it's a heavenly smell. I don't know any other way to put it. Uh, and then the, the fresh, the cookies every morning, I, I buy something every single day uh, when she's open and it's always amazing. So yeah, it's, it's wonderful.
0: What's really nice is people talk about the smell of medicine and things like that. And now you kind of combated that it's like, you know, you know, little, uh, what is it? A spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down.
4: Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's everyone comes in here. Oh, it smells so good in here. You know, and they'll, they'll come in to get medicine and they'll, they'll come in and hop over to the cafe and check out what's over there. And thankfully me having tried most of the things I can make some good recommendations. The s'mores cookie is by far my favorite, but I've never had anything that wasn't just fantastic.
0: But whatever you do, don't miss Serendipity Sweets and Cafe for breakfast and lunch and sweets. Right snuggled in with White Bluff Pharmacy and right next door to Paul's Pizza Palace, White Bluff, Tennessee. They are part of our Dixon Post family. A tribute to Ronnie Millsap, the final Nashville show, October 3rd at Bridgestone Arena, a tribute to Ronnie Millsap. Featuring performances by Kelly Clarkson, Little Big Town, Parker McCollum, Scotty McCreary, Justin Moore, Tracy Lawrence, and more than 30 guest artists. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. A tribute to Ronnie Millsap, the final Nashville show, one night only, October 3rd, Bridgestone Arena, produced by Outback Presents
5: things on Main Street. We're talking probably one of the best ways that I've heard to create a compassionate connection. It is through beautiful dogs and I am talking with the founder of Comfort Connections, Janine Kupi. Janine, thank you for your time. Thank you for having us. And how could you not just, you know, get a sense of calm and joy by looking at this is Fitz and you can't really see him, but you're going to see him in a minute. Alby that we have right here. First off, tell us about Comfort Connections
2: and kind of expand on the mission that you guys have. Comfort Connections, we are a nonprofit based here in the Nashville area. Um, We started right at COVID in March of 2020, had these amazing dogs and honestly, initially, nowhere to go until we did. And we found a way, particularly during COVID, Mm -hmm. to meet and connect with people who felt very isolated. So our mission is we create compassionate connections to really cultivate a culture of care and comfort. You know, we as a society, we've gotten so wrapped up in every man for himself that we forget that it takes a village and sometimes it's the furry village because let's think about it. Dogs, they don't know strangers. Most dogs don't anyway. They don't judge. They don't criticize. They're the best listeners. They don't interrupt. Uh, they love and forgive unconditionally and they don't know what it's like to be awkward. If they see somebody struggling, they always want to help and honestly, that's how we should live our lives. If we see somebody struggling or in a challenging time, we need to show up. We need to show up for them and do what we can and these guys serve as a remarkable bridge for communication to allow that connection to happen. How are the dogs trained to be able to do what they do? Initially, when we go to pick a puppy, and we do unfortunately have to work with breeders, Mm -hmm. we would love to, I'm all about the adopt, um, don't shop. But there's a reason. But there is a reason, because we have to know their backgrounds. We pick them based on their temperament. There's testing we do when we first meet even a six week old puppy. We can tell pretty much within the first 10 minutes, are they curious, are they gregarious, Mm -hmm. do they want to come toward you instead of go hang with their siblings or their mom. So we look for that curiosity and we look for them to just be happy. And from there, then they do go into training and they are not only obedience trained, but our trainers are canine behavior trainers. So they really understand the behavior behind if a dog um, misbehaves, why? They get to the root of why. And of course, these guys, I gotta tell you that they're perfect. They've been perfect since day one. Got him at eight weeks, got him at uh, 10. And they, their training has been beautiful. Um, but we also want to allow them to be around uh, things that dogs don't normally see, IV poles, mm-hmm. wheelchairs, elevators, the sounds of sirens. We kind of have this long standing joke that when we're getting ready to graduate a dog from training, um, our trainers like to take them to Broadway on a weekend night. Okay. And there, we did this one time with a group of dogs that um, had just been trained. And we got stuck on a street corner for three hours just chatting with people. And the dogs were magnificent. And honestly, if they can handle that, they can handle anything.
5: What is this like for you? Because again, this takes time. This takes patience and care. How is this for you, Jimmy?
2: The way I would describe it is sometimes there are days where it's hard Um, and I unembarrassingly shed some tears but I have two comfort dogs with me all the time so that's pretty cool but I got to tell you mostly my love bubble is overflowing I live by a mantra we rise by lifting others we feel better when we're helping other people even if it's a non-challenging moment, whether it's to just chit chat with somebody at the grocery store. Um, it's, it's, again, it's meaningful connections that happen because these guys are more like we should be. <laughs> yeah, that is the
5: truth. If someone wants to connect with you, they want you to and be like, hey, we could use you. How do they do that? How are
2: they gonna do that? The best you? way is through our website, which is learncomfort.org. And there is a space on there where you can directly contact us and it will be me that responds. Fantastic, you
5: know there is one dog that you've been introduced before and if you've been to a sounds baseball game there at First Horizon Ballpark, you know you've seen him. Cheerio is a comfort connection Dog. He is and he went through the same training which really speaks volumes of the training because again He's so good with such a large crowd and other dogs that come in and out of the he's uh, fantastic
2: field. He's awesome.
5: Uh, well again a beautiful job there and just thank you Jenny. Thank you so much for what you do And I thank you for your time for sharing. Thank you. Us. Thank very you. Very much Stephanie. I appreciate, appreciate you. Oh my gosh any time Okay, so I'm gonna get some cuddles here from Fitz. I'm actually gonna move him just a little closer to me I pick up Albie, but he's a little too big um, But we're gonna send you to break by one watching Cheerio and just how he works with not only the people that come into the ballpark but other dogs too. So again, you can kind of see how the training works for these beautiful dogs at Comfort Connections. Love a stuffed booster. I know I sure would, or any sort of sound swag, all of which can be found at Nashville Sounds Pro Shop. The Nashville Sounds and Main Street Media Television would love to invite you out to Sunday Family Fun Day each Sunday home game. You can also register to win free tickets by going to your favorite Main Street Media website. Register to win, and then we'll see you here at the ballpark.
0: I'm serious right now, they have a dragon
1: here, I saw it. What? But no they, they don't, there's no such thing as dragons. I swear, I saw it, it had a huge claw. Get,
3: Get out of here.
0: It had
5: eyes as big as the moon. Come on, I'll show you. Wait up.
0: <gasps> Do that, we're almost there. Whoa! I told you so, that is a dragon.
6: Here at the NASA DRC, we had our first Documents and Resource Fair. We are super excited that that happened. Uh, we had the Department of Safety come with their ID bus. They brought their mobile suitcases and uh, we had several other vendors that came as well who shared with us lots of good resources and information. We invited anyone who is on probation, parole, flattened out, expired. Any of those individuals are more than welcome to attend this event. if those individuals have been uh, involved in the criminal justice system at all, they are welcome to attend and we had a wonderful turnout. So that was great. Make sure that not only are people released from prison, but they are successful whenever they do. We want them to be able to reintegrate into society, not continue down the path that they are on. In my experience, they do not want to continue down the path that they have been on. So by supporting them, giving them the resources that they need, We can
2: hopefully
0: prevent that from happening. I so like that for a motivation moment. I just, I really love it. I mean, we think of the Department of Corrections as putting people in prison, but they also help elevate them out of prison. And that's the getting people out of the system is the whole purpose of what we try to do there. Well, if you guys are starting to know that our days are getting a little shorter. We even haven't changed our time, but they're getting a little shorter each and every day. And it's not a bad thing when it comes to the beauty of what happens at Cheekwood at night. <music> Doesn't that look fun? Bruce Monroe has this wonderful, wonderful display there and it's so romantic and there's so many cool things that you can do. And just in case you missed it, a real quick overview of some of the stuff coming up September 23rd and 24th, the Wilco Powwow coming up at the Wilson County Fairgrounds. And it's going to be fantastic. I can already smell the fire fry bread. Oh, y'all, arts and crafts. It's going to be so much fun. Plus, drum circles and intertribal dancing. And it's a competition powwow, so it's going to be really fun. But it's literally one of the coolest things. And I've known a lot of people. It's one of their, their things that they do every year here in Nashville. They come into town just for the, it's the 40th annual Wilco powwow. It's been going on ever since I've been in Nashville, I've been going. Don't forget coming up, homecoming day when it comes to uh, Cumberland University, Oliver Steele from American Idol. He was in the top eight. He's our Wilson County Oliver Steele. And uh, he's been doing a lot of stuff for our community, going back to Mount Juliet High School and talking to the kids. October 5th at 530, he'll be performing at the Homecoming homecoming Community Concert. And just in case you did not get the word, we've got a new in the city of Lebanon, a new Starbucks coming. It's going to be over uh, on Main Street. It's going to be over close to the Dairy Queen. That's where it's going to be. And don't forget, uh, Marathon Music Works, September 21st. Doors will open for Sylvan Esso, girl. It's going to be a fun night for a different kind of music, you know. And uh, oh, and don't forget the Nashville Irish Classic coming up saturday october 14th at country hills golf club in hendersonville tennessee now if you have an event get in touch with me O'Day at gmail.com i love covering the events and new businesses it's just you know we love to try to let you know what's happening in your neck of the woods you can subscribe to any of our newspapers there are like 16 of them they're all over our newest one in Pulaski, the Pulaski Citizen. Hi, guys. Getting a lot of viewers down there, and I just really am excited. We love sharing the news. So you guys let me know if there's something you want us to cover. Be safe, be kind, and remember, most of all, you're loved. We are home. We are family. We are things to do and place to see. i power. Main Street, Main Street, we are your Main Street today.